from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hey, thanks for netting into this, the WIA National News Service. I'm Graham VK4BB with news for week commencing February 2 and Lock the Rock. Ancient Australian crystals unlock history of Earth's first magnetic field. Yes, tiny crystals here in VK are helping scientists unblock the ancient history of our planet's first magnetic field, which disappeared hundreds of millions of years ago. And the crystals show that this field was a lot more powerful than anyone believed. That, in turn, could help answer a question about why life emerged here on Earth. Those tiny old crystals are locked in rocks that date to well over half a billion years ago. At the time, tiny magnetic particles floated in the molten rock. But as that rock cooled, the particles, which aligned to the magnetic field orientation at the time, locked into place. And those particles still sit in a pose suggesting that they were influenced by a much more powerful magnetic field than scientists had assumed, a new study reveals. Hi everyone, this is Mike, VK8MA, a director of the WIA board. I'm sure you will all remember that we've been undertaking setting up a polling mechanism to cover any issues we believe need addressing. As a result of a request from ACMA to conduct an appropriate survey of licensed amateurs on the question of seven character call signs, we're pleased to announce that the poll has now been produced and is ready for immediate release. Once again, we want to clarify that this poll is open to all licensed amateurs, whether or not they are members of the WIA. WIA members are automatically registered, but any non-WIA amateurs can register at the special address www.poll.wia.org.au. Each amateur can vote only once. The poll will remain open for several weeks, and at the closing of the poll, the poll results will be made available for public scrutiny and results forwarded to ACMA. This polling mechanism will be used for future issues surrounding the service as deemed appropriate. A reminder also that award nominations are open and all details can be found at the link provided in the text edition of the news at the WIA website. If you know someone that is deserving of recognition, take the time to fill out the nomination form and submit it. And finally, we hope to see as many amateurs as possible at the 2020 AGM in Hobart in early May. All relevant information and accommodation suggestions are at the WIA website. Head to the 2020 AGM link. This has been Mike, VK8MA, on behalf of the board. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. News from New Zealand on the 5 MHz band. Across the ditch in New Zealand, the status of the 5 MHz 60 metre trial licence that was due to expire on the 24th of January 2020 has been extended, with both RSM and NZ Defence agreeing to an extension for a further six months until the 24th of July 2020. 
conditions of use remain the same as previously if you already hold a sub-license from New Zealand Association of Radio Transmitters, you do not need to change anything. To Europe, Germany, Amateur Radio Conference in Munich. DARC District of Upper Bavaria is holding the conference together with the Munich University of Applied Sciences at the end of February. 14 lectures cover many topics from 8 kHz to 10 GHz, digital radio on shortwave and higher, and various construction projects. In Sweden, security surrounds Swedish licences. Candidates for radio permits in Sweden are being asked to have a lot more patience as their paperwork is being processed. The reason? National security. The nation's telecommunications regulator is advising applicants to allow extra time for the processing of their paperwork because of a more thorough review required from the 1st of January. Sweden's Electronic Communications Act has new provisions that require additional oversight by the armed forces and security police. The estimate for paperwork is now a minimum of two or three more weeks beyond the customary waiting period. To the USA on Friday, January 24, 2020, the United States President signed into law H.R. 583, Preventing Illegal Radio Abuse Through Enforcement Act, or Pirate Act, which authorises enhanced penalties for pirate radio broadcasters and requires the Federal Communications Commission to increase enforcement activities. Winlink development team members awarded Tennessee Military Department Patriot Medals. In a recent ceremony, two members were awarded the Military Department of Tennessee's Adjutant General's Distinguished Patriot Medal. Steve Waterman, Kilo 4 Charlie Juliet X-Ray, was awarded for his Distinguished Patriotic Service as the Windlink Network Administrator, citing his vision, hard work and dedication to emergency communication that contributed significantly to the disaster readiness and communications interoperability of the emergency responders across the United States and the world. Phil Sherrod, Whiskey 4 Papa Hotel Sierra, was awarded the medal for his distinguished patriotic service as the lead developer for Winlink with technical skill, hard work and dedication to emergency communication that contributed significantly to the disaster readiness and communications interoperability of the emergency responders across the United States and the rest of the world. Somewhere in the Atlantic, diving deep for the world's most famous radio. For our final international story, we ask, what extremes would you go to to get your hands on an old radio? If that radio is the wireless transmitter that operator Jack Phillips used on April 15, 1912 to summon help for the doomed RMS Titanic, those extremes likely include ocean depths. The United States company that has salvage rights to the wreckage is ready to make that trip, and soon. It's asking a U.S. District Court judge in eastern Virginia to approve an undersea expedition to the ship's interior to retrieve the Marconi transmitter that summoned the RMS Carpathia. It sent the message come at once, we've struck a berg, it's CQD old man. In an agreement reached recently between two countries, Britain and the United States, both have the authority to grant or refuse permission for such missions. 
RMS Titanic Incorporated, the US company hoping to make that trip, noted in its court papers that while the radio room itself has stayed somewhat unscathed, holes were forming in the deckhouse directly above it, placing the Marconi scent in peril. The Washington Post said that Park Stevenson, a Titanic expert, called the transmitter the world's most famous radio. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Ham Radio Operational News is the Contact Sport. I'm Felix VK for a few Q. February 16, 17, AWL's International DXCW Contest. CQ Worldwide SSB Contest, February 22-23. March 2 and 3, International DX Phone Contest, sponsored by the AWL. WIA John Moore Field Day, 2020. Weekend of 21-22 March from UTC 0100 hours on the Saturday to 0059 hours on the Sunday, 22nd. March 28-29, the CQ Worldwide WPX Contest for Amateurs Worldwide to contact as many amateurs and prefixes as possible during the contest using SSB. The date for the next Harry Sprint will be Saturday, May 2nd, 2020, 10 hours to 11.46 UTC. May 30-31, the CQ Worldwide WPX Contest for Amateurs Worldwide to contact as many amateurs and prefixes as possible during the contest using CW. The VK Shires, the June long weekend, which is a weekend prior to the second Monday of June this year, making June 6 and 7 in 2020. IAAUHF World Championship, July 13-14. Trans-Tasman Lobian Contest. Next contest, 17 July 2020. And has the aim of encouraging Lobian activity between VK and ZL on 160, 80 and 40 metres, using SSB, CW and RD or PSK. RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be August 15-16. Oceania Contest. Voice from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October 3 to 0800 hours UTC Sunday October 4. CW from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October 10 to 0800 hours UTC Sunday October 11. CQ Worldwide DXSSB October 24-25. CQ Worldwide DXCW November 28-29. December 6 to 8, 160 metres worldwide. December 14 to 15, 10 metres worldwide. All major Australian contests, rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. Through the DX window. VP2MCB, Montserrat. In the Caribbean, on air until today, February 2. CW on the HF bands and logs will be uploaded to Logbook of the World. Operating as GB200FN until tomorrow, February 3. Commemorating the 200th anniversary of the birth of Florence Nightingale. QSL Directive M0XIG. Somalia T5. Ali. EP3CQ is QRVS 60100 from Mogadishu until February 5. Activities on 160-6 metres using CWSSB and FT8. QSL via the operator's instructions. Gambia. C5XW until the 7th of February. Mainly SSB 40-17 metres and possibly some CW. QSLs go via the RSGB Bureau. Operator is Russell G5XW. El Salvador, until the 13th of February. Corsine HU1DL. The usual prefix for El Salvador is YS, so the HU prefix will attract out of attention to the expedition. 
They were backed up in all bands, 166 metres on CW, SSB, Reggie and FT8. South Cork Islands. Donald. V70S is Akubaz E51, DDG from Rarotonga Island, OC013. Until February 14 on 40, 30, 20 and 70 metres daily, using CW only. QSL via LOTW or by the Bureau. K Corker Island. Robert will be active as V31CO from K Corker Island, NA105. Started February 1 for three weeks on various HF bands using CW, RITI and FT8. Robert bought a condo on the island of K Corker in October of 2019, so now plans on being active on a fairly regular basis throughout the coming years. QSL Boris home call sign W0YBS. On Reunion Island, Roland FADN is active as FR-FADN until the 19th of March and will be operating CW only on all HF bands, QSL to F6AJA. Be listening for Peter, DC0KK, who is on the year as 407KKG from Sri Lanka until the 30th of March. He can be most readily found using CW and the digital modes. Send QSLs to his home call sign DC0KK. Norfolk Island Operation Janus SP9FIH is active as VK9NK from Norfolk Island OC005 until April the 12th. He states, It is my tribute to Jim Smith VK9NS who lived and operated from there for years. According to the last internet poll, VK9N is the 85th most wanted entity. Activity will be on 160 to 10 metres using SSB, RITI and FT8. Denmark, Greenland Many Greenland and Danish radio amateur stations are celebrating the 80th birthday of Her Royal Majesty, the Queen of Denmark, in these two DXCC entities. Look for special event stations OX8, OHM and OZ8, OHM to be active on all bands until April the 16th. A special royal award will be available. Cyprus special event. Members of the Cyprus Amateur Radio Society during the entire year of 2020, as is an important year for the Republic of Cyprus, which completes 60 years since its establishment, can use 5B60 prefix. Specifically, CIRS members will be able to use the 5B60 prefix instead of 5B, if they wish, starting from the 1st of January until the 31st of December 2020. In 2020, radio amateurs in the North Limburg region of the Netherlands are on the air with special event station PA750V. Just like in 2015 with PA70OV, the station PA75OV is a special event and memorial station for the occasion of commemorating 75 years of freedom and World War II Operation Veritable. Operation Veritable, also known as the Battle of Rheinswald, or the Great Allied Rhineland Offensive that started February 8, 1945, took place in the North Limburg region and was the successor of Operation Market Garden. There are no particular band plans, with activities announced on the DX clusters and QSL cards will be sent automatically by the end of 2020, after the closing of station PA75OV. Serbia, YU. The Serbian CW club are QRV with a special call YT50SCWC during 2020 to celebrate the club's 50th anniversary. QSL via YU1MM. Special call sign ZS95SARL celebrates the 95th birthday of the South African League during 2020. Many ZS clubs will sign ZS95SARL during 2020. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ in Ingham.
Graham VK4BB stepping in with Media Watch and Southgate Amateur Radio News is now on Shortwave Radio. They have a regular Sunday morning news broadcast on shortwaveradio.de and you can tune in every Sunday at 10am UTC, 3975 and 6160 kHz. The program is repeated then twice at 1400 hours UTC, 6160 and at 1600 hours UTC, 3975. From time to time, portions of this, the WIA National News, will also be heard. Hi, I'm Ed, VK2JI. It's great to hear Q News over the local repeater, but what if you're out of range on Sunday, or you're living abroad for a while? Yes, you might be able to connect into a repeater via Echolink, or tune a remote receiver, but in both cases, you have to be around at the same time as the broadcast is being sent. Podcasts are a way of you getting the broadcast sent automatically to your smartphone or tablet or PC for free so that it's there when you are ready to listen to it, even when later you have no internet connection. Why am I telling you about podcasts on Q News? Well, as of last weekend's show, Q News is now available as one of these podcasts. If you have an Apple iPhone or iPad, you already have the program, or app as they're called on mobile devices, which you need, as Q News is published to the Apple Podcast site, which you may know as iTunes. Simply search for Q News. If you have an Android smartphone or tablet, there are a lot of apps that you can use. One very easy one that even saves you having to search for podcasts about amateur radio, as it lists all of the major ones in the app, including soon Q News, is called Ham Radio Podcasts, and comes in both a free, with adverts, version, and a paid version. Another advantage of podcasts is that they tend to be published a couple of days before the content is broadcast over the repeaters, so you can be ahead of the curve with your mates, telling them the news before they hear it themselves. Hey, it's all good fun, and just another way to listen to your Q News. 73... And another way to catch up with what's happening in the wonderful world of amateur radio, the ARRL launches On The Air, a new podcast for beginner to intermediate amateur radio operators. The first episode of the On The Air podcast is available now wherever you get your favourite pods and new episodes will be posted monthly. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. With the latest worldwide special interest group news, I'm Cole, VK3GTV. And first up, it's ATV. And particularly for our ATV clubs searching for material to air, this could be of interest. In the latest of his Radio Adventures YouTube series, Richard, G3CWI, takes a light-hearted look at whether FT8 or CW is better during a portable activation. Since Richard launched the Radio Adventures series in November, it's grown to having over 15 videos covering topics such as magnetic loop antennas and making a portable 80 to 10 metre doublet. Also included in the mix are more general videos such as looking at the best seating options for operating in the field. The focus is always on the more adventurous side of amateur radio, with new content uploaded weekly. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Females in Radio Friends Help Fulfill Dream Held by a Silent Key 
For one group of whales, the bonds of radio friendship can never be dissolved, even after that friend station has gone forever silent. For that story, we turn to Heather Emby, KB3TZD. An international group of whales is united as much in friendship as in grief for a silent key among them. Her name was Corinne Dubois, and her call sign was F5ISY. She died last November before she could see one of her dreams to completion, the staging of a worldwide contest, the Day of YLs, to celebrate women on the radio everywhere. Jenny Eileen Jones, M0ZHT, is among the many YLs worldwide working to make it happen. She told Newsline it will take place on the 24th and 25th of May on HF as well as VHF with operators using SSB, CW, and RIDI. OMs are welcome too, and of course shortwave listeners can also log the stations they hear. Jenny said many of the organizers knew Corrine or had worked her station. The contest which she dreamed of is their tribute to her. The event has its own Facebook page where many of the YLs will be posting updates until contest weekend. Jenny said there is also a second contest planned in November to mark the anniversary of Corrine's death. I'm Heather Emby, KB3 TZD. Thanks, Heather. Now it's Worldwide Special Interest Group's military. U.S. military reportedly scammed by antenna deal. Well, if you've ever bought a piece of radio equipment and turned out not to be quite what you ordered, you're in good company with some folks at the Pentagon. The United States Navy Special Warfare Command thought it was buying 450 VHF-UHF ultralight wearable body antennas for use by its elite Navy SEAL teams, and instead it got scammed by a delivery of cheap knockoff antennas, according to federal officials quoted in a recent report on the website Quartz and broadcast on Amateur Radio Newsline. It cost the Pentagon US $165,000, but according to investigators' review of the company's purchase order, Visacom paid little more than 12000 for the antennas. Details in a government search warrant of Visacom's premises said that when the Special Operations Force received the antennas, their poor quality was evident and they look different from previous Mastodon products used by the SEALs. According to courts, the investigation is still underway with no official charges filed at this time. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Old Timers. Yes, they're back. This is Clive VK6, Charlie Sierra Whiskey, reminding you that the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's first bulletin for 2020 goes to air tomorrow, Monday, February the 3rd. This month, as well as all the latest club news, we have for you a report from NASA entitled Solar Cycle 25 to Peak in 2025. An item about Pop Medhurst, a Tasmanian pioneer in wireless, and a pithy piece from the past about that infamous amateur, Bill Blitheringtwit. Full details of morning and evening broadcast times and frequencies are published on the club website www.raotc.org.au. There have been some changes recently, including new transmissions via digital mobile radio on the VK DMR network Talk Group 5 at 1100 hours VK3 time, that is 00 hours UTC. 
so I would recommend that you have a look and click on broadcasts. Everyone's most welcome to tune in tomorrow and to join in the callbacks afterwards. You can download the audio file from our website at any time as from today. If you do listen via the internet, would you please email your feedback to us? Once again, check the REOTC website for your local transmission schedule, tune in tomorrow or download the file for the February bulletin, and we look forward to hearing your call sign in the callbacks afterwards. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Thanks, Clive. That one to Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. You may recall mid-January we reported on a BBC show highlighting amateur radio activities during the infamous Australian bushfires. Well, it turns out that BBC World Service presenter is a radio amateur himself. Gareth Mitchell, M7GJM, is well known as presenter of the BBC's Digital Planet. He obtained his amateur licence in 2019, and since then... Gareth has been mentioning amateur radio in his BBC World Service show, most recently featuring how radio hams here in Australia have been helping with emergency comms. Worldwide special interest groups, VHF and above, the plumber's delight. Not only broken, but smashed. New IARU Region 1 record on 134 GHz, a staggering 65 kilometres. Michael Kuhn, DB6NT, and Roland Becker, DK4RC, have achieved a new record on this pioneering handband, 134 to 141 GHz. On December 29, 2019, they exchanged reports on both CW and SSB over a 65-kilometre path. Putting this into an Aussie perspective, 10 days earlier, the VK record stood at 0.05 kilometres. And this had stood since 2011 and was held by VK3's XPD and ZQD. Then the 0.05 was extended to a whopping 3.8 kilometres by VK4's FB and CSD on December 20, 2019. So this new 65 kilometre record in Region 1 is nothing short of staggering. That's all for this week in Worldwide Special Interest Group News. I'm Col, VK3GTV. About to wrap up this, the WIA National News Service, and let's have a look at the 2020 social scene. We'll go right through to the end of May. And what better way to start it off than, of course, the big one, the Wyong Field Day, Feb 23. Family. Just as important as the visit to Wyong at the end of the month is how to keep the family entertained if they're coming along with you. There are a lot of interesting things to do on the Central Coast, from the beaches to the reptile park and other attractions, but this year the CCARC have added some extra possibilities at the race course as well. For the youngsters, there will be a bouncing castle and sweet-tooth fairy floss, slushies and snow cones. For the energetic better half, what about a bucking bronco ride? See how long she or he can stay on the bull. If the wife is not so energetic, there are two tables of jewellery made from locally sourced Australian gems, necklaces, bracelets and earrings. A small purchase here might soften the blow when you bring home all your new treasures. Expressions of interest are coming in for the fox hunt on Saturday, of which we will now run two. So, please get your registration in quickly if you haven't already done so. We now have a programme of additional lectures for the second lecture room. 
Suffice to say, you'll need to choose your options between the two rooms to make sure you don't miss some very interesting lectures. The Wyong Field Day takes place from 8.30am on Sunday 23rd of February at Wyong Racecourse, an hour north of Sydney in New South Wales, Australia. The Fox Hunts and Field Day Meal on Saturday the 22nd. For full details of everything around the Field Day, take your web browser to fieldday.org.au. For the Central Coast ARC, this was Ed, VK2JI. Now, as I said, we'd go through to May, so also in February, the big one in Melbourne is QRP by the Bay. It happens Saturday, February 8. So that's next Saturday from 3pm. In VK4, it's the Tannum Sands Gathering, March 14. In VK7, meet the voice event at the Ross Recreation Centre, March 22. In VK4, it's Redfest 2020 on April 18. St Michael's College, the Old Torbal Point Road from 8am. VK6, it's Perth Tech May 2 at Bassendine. And our annual conference, yes, the WIA annual conference, will be held in Hobart May 8 to 10. Also happening in May in VK4, it's the Chark Theresa Creek Campout, Friday 29 till Sunday May 31. So with all that happening in the wonderful world of amateur radio, I'll leave you this week with our normal sign-off. Walk softly. I'm Graham, VK4BB. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.